0: takes that heart to see that the person is capable of becoming better than where he or she at that moment in time. And that's the value of the profession, David.
1: Welcome to Inspiration Rising. My name is David Trotter, and I'm a business growth consultant. I'm passionate about helping business owners just like you rise above your biggest barriers to reach your greatest goals, all without the paralyzing overwhelm feeling all alone, or wondering what the heck to do next. I'm a former pastor and a serial entrepreneur who's passionate about personal growth because that's what's helped me cultivate peace in my life and empowered me to love my amazing wife, Laura, of 26 years and our two almost grown kids. So if you're all about business, personal growth, and peace in your life, you're in the right place. I'm super glad that you're here. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Inspiration Rising. I am so grateful that you are here with me today. My hope is that this episode will be inspiring to you, also educating. Hey, I would even love for it to change your life a little bit. And if you like it, tell a friend. Yeah, tell them about what's going on here. Now, many of you know I was a pastor in one of my former lives. I've had several former lives. I don't mean like a former life thing, I mean like I've just done a lot of stuff in my 48 years of life here. Been a pastor, filmmaker, author, marketing agency, owner, all sorts of things. But as a former pastor, I do have some thoughts on the church, Christian churches. I don't talk about it that much because I like to keep things, you know, just kind of like, hey, everybody's got their perspective on spirituality and church and all that good stuff. But I will delve into this for just a moment if you will allow me to. I believe that churches do people a huge disservice when canned spiritual answers are given to major life challenges. Come on now, can I get an amen? I've had somebody die. I'm trying to wrestle with the direction of my life. I just got fired. I am having an illness. Uh, My kid is going off the rails. There's all sorts of challenges that we all deal with in life. We don't go looking for them. They just come and find us here and there. And, you know, what's difficult about those life challenges is that there are no easy answers. And yet, when people of faith give a canned spiritual answer, it actually can be more damaging than good, right? Trust God, put your faith in Jesus, and all things will work out for those who love the Lord. Okay, I'm being a little cheesy now. But meanwhile, This person's trying to sort out their own conflicting values and negative thinking and unhealthy relationships, let's say. Now, of course, sometimes therapy is the answer. I'm a huge believer in therapy. I love therapy. I've been to therapy a ton. My family members who go to therapy, it's great. But oftentimes, a life coach can provide the questions that someone needs in order to bring about clarity and hope and transformation. And a life coach can surround a person and help them understand some basic life skills, mental health skills that allow someone to see life from a different perspective. It allows someone to cultivate some hope beyond just a pat answer. Now, hey, I'm all good with faith and spirituality and church, all good, but, but, you know we we need more than just a little pat answer when we're going through something that's a deep life challenge we need to be able to help sort things out and process it a bit now i say all of this because our guest today saw this need in her own church and life adet puerto i i did not say that right i'm going to try it again adet puerto adet puerto you know, I'm going to just tell you, I love interviewing people from all over the world, but I am just, I feel like I'm an unskilled American when it comes to pronunciating names that I'm unfamiliar with. Adette Puerto. Mm, I think I got it there. She, let me tell you, is, she's an amazing woman. She is a professional certified life and mental health coach has a background in the corporate world but saw the power of life coaching and just dove right into it and she is the founder of Life Coach Philippines Life Coach Philippines yes it's a community of credentialed life coaches that offer uh coaching classes and services worldwide i think adet is amazing. She goes by the name Master Coach A. I'm telling you, the people in the Philippines don't mess around when it comes to respect and like calling people by like cool names and stuff. Master Coach A. I'm just like, Dave. Hey, what's up? My name's Dave. That's not even my real name. It's David. Okay, there we go. Now, let me just tell you um a debt comes from a Christian perspective. And so she's referencing some people in the Bible. And I point that out here and there to help make sure that you understand. Um, And her program is not a Christian program, but obviously she is a follower of Jesus and holds those uh, great values and perspectives. And I just think she's an amazing woman because she is not about giving people Canned answers she is all about empowering them and bringing clarity and mental health to not only the nation of uh, the Philippines but around the world. so I truly believe you're going to love this conversation with Adette as we talk about her own journey now, just a key reminder if you like this uh, if you like this episode, share it with someone yeah that 's the major way that our podcast gets spread to other people is one person at a time. Tell them, open up their favorite podcast app, search Inspiration Rising, or they can always go to our website, insporising.com slash podcast. All right. Hey, let's jump into this episode with Adet Puerto. I think I got it right. Well, Adet, thank you so much for taking some time to hang with me today. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah. I also appreciate that invitation and the patience to wait, finally.
1: Uh, We finally connected. And uh, for those listeners who listen to many of our episodes, you'll probably notice a little bit different uh, tone in my voice. I'm actually in my truck um, because schedules were kind of a bit crazy, but I didn't want to reschedule with Adet. So my very first podcast from the truck. So uh, anyway, here we go, um, Adet. You um, you have a unique uh, story. I want to hear about it. How did you get into coaching? You have you have been coaching and certifying other coaches for quite some time now, but tell me a little bit about your background and how did you get into coaching yourself?
0: So I've been a coach for over three years right now. So if you may consider it, I'm a newbie because technically, you know, people in my industry would consider a senior if you've been here in the industry for 10 years. But under my belt, um, I'm, I'm blessed to have certified 310 uh, fellow coaches from the Philippines right now. So I get into coaching over five, about five years ago, I started this endeavor. I had this project, Timothy. So I was in the corporate world. I, I was um, senior marketing uh, personnel in a corporate world, a distribution company. And um, I'm attending a church. And one time, I kind of realized that there's a lot of people in the church, young people, younger than me. I'm 49, okay, turning 49. Younger, like in my 30s, late 20s, who's got a lot of energy, and they would follow you and support you with all your activities in the church, right? You got it. And then I'm thinking, how can I help them get to where I am? Because now I'm a senior executive. How can I help them um, achieve what I have achieved? So I've been praying about it, uh, David, for quite some time, until one day there was this um, recognition day, awarding day, in, in my uh, my daughter's school, and she got the hashtag Timothy Award. And while the award, it was a surprise because it it was an academic award thing. And then there was like a surprise and she was given the Timothy award. And the Timothy award, while uh, they were explaining it, it's something, it's given to someone who's being raised to the next, like the Timothy of Paul. And when they were discussing it, I realized this is what I wanted to do with the girls. So just to to jump,
1: I just want to make sure, I want to jump in here because you're saying the word Timothy and yes. for those who are not familiar with the Bible, um, Timothy mm-hmm. was kind of a protege or a uh, mentee underneath the Apostle Paul.
0: Yes, that's right.
1: And so, and so right. this concept, especially in the Christian world, this idea of being a Timothy is one who's learning, who's growing, who's being raised up to the next level. So what you're saying yes. is she got this award, award. of being a Timothy of somebody who is yes. being raised up to the next level, so that gave you yes. a vision for what?
0: The girls who's following me in the church, because I was thinking, why would they just fo- why would they follow what I do if I cannot help them re- raise to the next level? And I mm-hmm. don't know what to do. Although I'm a discipleship leader in the church, I'm thinking that my core expertise is the corporate world. So how can I raise them up to the next level? So I launched the Timothy Project. And what I told them is uh, every single week I would show up and train them in different areas apart from discipleship. So -hmm. like anything, marketing, writing, teaching, whatever it is, that's outside the church, I will show up every single week and teach them and come whoever is available. Mm -hmm. So it took us a, a year doing that. Until one of the girls heard of my vision of building up a coffee shop, which is Decap Coffee Republic. That was a vision that was about a decade in my journal.
1: Really? So, really?
0: so it was so long. And what I wanted in the coffee shop is not your typical coffee shop, but a coffee, a place where you it will be a place of refuge. Remember Christian people, with the church is not open uh, seven days a week. I'm a, I'm a born Catholic. So in the Catholic, there's a church that you go, that's just a tab- tabernacle. And when we became Christian, the, co- the, the concern is, the by concern was, where do I go when the church is closed? Okay? So that's mm-hmm. the only question. And I've been praying about and had got this vision of a place, it looks like a coffee shop, where there's a lot of books, you know, somebody co- con- connecting with you, talking with you and all. I had that. It was a beautiful thing. So I wrote in a notebook, in a journal, keep it. Say thank you. It's so big. I don't know how I, I get it. So one of the conversations with the girls, I mentioned that, and she got so excited. You know, the youngsters, when they're so excited. Okay, the millennials, they're so excited. So she told everybody, and the next thing I know, the next meeting, they said, Let's talk about the coffee shop. Wow. So fast forward after a year, we built the coffee shop. And, and it's the coffee shop D,
1: D Cup. D
0: Cup. Yeah. D coffee cup Republic. Republic. So D, yeah, D apostrophe, C-U-P Cup, uh. Coffee Republic. So the cup means my portion. Okay. So God is our portion. Nehemiah. Uh Nehemiah principle, but it's really coming from uh some. Okay, so we're building it like Nehemiah, but we're building uh, we're thinking that what God has given us is our portion. Mm,
1: so that's okay. uh
0: okay, that, that's a thing. So you so, open this
1: coffee shop and it's been open how long now?
0: Uh this is now our fifth year
1: fifth year and what did you do during now well first of all tell us what because this is a unique coffee shop and i want to hear how what happened during the pandemic because you guys got hit hard you're still getting hit hard in the philippines
0: that's the thing david because right after three years of being in operations in the first place okay we were not able to renew the contract because the owner wants to use it So we built the second place. We inaugurated it in less than a month, pandemic hits. No way. That's it. So we did, re- and we were so excited for the second place because finally the second place will be twenty four hours because this is no longer inside one building, and because we are now operating as a coaching hub. So we were so excited that we be- we will be able to receive, help a lot of people twenty four by seven. I'm an advocate of mental health, so I said, "Wow, finally!" Guess what? We didn't even get to operate for one month.
1: And you yeah, have a meeting in- space. I yeah we a, I have, have
0: a, we have a we have a, a function hall so there are people who goes there and rent it for a church and I regularly conduct my coaching classes in there so we we've got a lot in that space and we opened February 2 so 0202 02, 20 it was a beautiful wow. date and then less than a month shut down boom but we didn't get to shut down so we were able to operate um like nine hours, 12 hours, we sustain, David, mm-hmm. even without customers. Because we want the place to be the lamp post. We want it to be the lighthouse. So like mm-hmm. the whole city was dark, but we asked the owner of the building if they can allow us to operate. Even at night, we keep it alive. So we've been sustaining it for over a year now. And when pandemic hits, we were doing 24 by 7 Uh, live coverage. You can see it in Facebook. Uh, We've got like, we connect with people. Uh, We ask people how things and everything. We connect with our coaches, with different people in the industry. So we've been doing that for months when the pandemic hits. So we were operating still 24 by 7, but without the customers.
1: Yeah, and even now, we're recording this in mid-May 2021, and you guys are still in lockdown.
0: Very much. Very much in lockdown, but we're still very much operating eating and we're still continuing providing coaching classes and services and all to people even now that people needs us. So we've got a different model, and if you notice, without coaching. So I I used to uh, I used to do counseling in the church, but now if I have a coffee shop. I can't bring that. Like what I'm doing in the church, I can't do that in my own coffee shop. So what I started doing is doing FB Live and talk to people about, you know, I, I've been teaching some, I've been teaching about Proverbs, but it's not really, a, you know, it's not a strong model, David. So mm-hmm. I've been praying uh, what to do, and this is no joke. It was just whispered to me. I just heard life coaching, a real thing, no joke. And I researched about it. In the church, I was called a coaching um, a discipleship coach. Mm-hmm. So, But it's a different thing when you look at life coaching. It's a different animal. It's a different perspective. It's a different practice. So I got certified. So I'm from the Philippines. I got certified from an institute that is based in San Diego. So um, I'm blessed. I'm stru- super blessed with the institute. And then right after certification, I am blessed to have have received multiple inquiries and clients. And that's when I realized I can't do it alone. And I Mm want it to be shared with my countrymen. And I have a very strong belief. I'm a graduate of economics. And when I was looking at the globe, I was looking at the perspective, the market, I saw that truly life coaching can end poverty. And it can also help in discipleship. Because now I will not. Ha- I don't even have to force people listen to the gospel and da, da 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 da. But I can help them see their calling, their values in life, their own design. And if they're hurting, I don't even have to tell them that you know just surrender it to Christ. But this time, surrender it to Christ, and there's gonna be a process. So mm. that's where I started. Um, wanting to bring life coaching in the Philippines. So the next thing I did was to connect with the person, with the institute who um, certified me. But they said no. They said no because they had a bad experience with another country. And I had a mistake because by the time I was also coordinating with another institute who said yes. So I got a yes. And the rest is history. For over three years, we were able to certify 306 students. Under that institute, even including pandemic, we hit the numbers.
1: Amazing.
0: Amazing. And uh, when I met you, okay, when I met you a couple of months back, I believe a month over a month, there was just like, um, there was a sudden shift in business decisions and everything. And right now I am doing the certification program on my own. I just launched my first class with over 55 students. Wow. Yeah, and I'm I'm running my second line now, and my offering is more extensive because now this is a 21 days journey um, via uh, learning management system, and then I brace the student to three day coaching bootcamp and another three day business bootcamp. So it means that right after the program, you're ready to soar, you're ready to tribe, and you're ready. To to become a coaching entrepreneur not just okay. a coaching practitioner
1: okay let me uh, let me understand this so your certification process is 21 days is that what i'm hearing yeah. okay yes. 21 drip days content. and is that a online content.
0: so there's learning management system there's an, yes. a learning management system and yes. every single day you receive a training
1: okay great so they get that training over the course of 21 days and yeah. then after that, there's a three-day, all-day boot camp on uh, on coaching. coaching. Is that right? Yeah. And then another um, three days on kind of entrepreneurship, like how to actually run your business.
0: Okay. Actually, is what happened right? is, yes, that's actually right. So 21 days plus three days um, business boot camp and 21 days coaching boot camp. So you're ready oh, to start. 20,
1: 21 days for the coaching boot camp or three days?
0: Uh, 21 Jeez. days, uh, sorry, 21 days for the learning management system. Okay, yes. for the concepts. And yes. then you have three days uh, live. It's live out yes. there, live coaching. Okay. Camp, and there are three mm-hmm. days live business.
1: Okay. All right. And that's, this is your new program. And yes. you've got 55 people enrolled in that right now getting certified. They're done. They're done. Finished. They just finished. Yeah. Wow. They're that is finished. amazing. Okay. Now they're the done. 21 days, they can do that while they have another job and then they're doing this yes. simultaneously in the evenings or whatever. Yeah. Uh,
0: You will only take around 30 minutes to one hour max to, to learn okay. and to do the, do the, the exercise. It's okay. easy.
1: Now, would you say, cause when I, when I hear that um, I go, well that's not that's not a very long time to be certified as a life as a life coach. You know what I mean? twenty one yeah. days, three days, three days. Um, mm-hmm. do you you feel like they are fully qualified to help somebody like take that next step to start getting clients?
0: Yes, yes. um in fact, David, some people would do coaching without training, formal training. The last certification i uh, I was handling was today's program this one is even longer now the the, the the key here is because right after certification I provide a continuous support like after that they are free to join my membership site for one month where they are provided all the toolkits all the resources all the presentation materials it's there ready to roll
1: nice nice ready even coaching and, plan and all of these um, it seems like the individuals who join this are primarily women is that correct?
0: Yes. Primarily women. Absolutely. So we're Mm -hmm. calling on the man. Hello.
1: (laughs) But um, that's such an empowerment to women in the Philippines because, Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't want to paint a broad brushstroke here, but I do know that that seems like that would be a very empowering thing for women to be able to do. Right. Yes.
0: Yes. Um, the thing there, David, you know that women are super, super women, like super, man, super mom, like they're all over the place. They do sure. a lot of things. And oftentimes they crush themselves in the process. Mm. And the reason why I'm fighting for life coaching for women, even if they don't do this full time, even if they don't like after certification, there are three ways, pathways for you. You can be um, self-growth coach. Okay, so what does it mean? If it's a self-growth coach, it means that you are using the profession for yourself and for your family. Okay, Mm -hmm. you can become a part-time coach. It means that you're doing it on a sideline and you can also do a full time. But, you know, being a self-help growth coach, however you call it, but it means that it's just you. All right. It's already an impact to your mental health, to your physical health, to your family, to your relationships. So mm-hmm. to me, that's immediately the empowerment that every woman needs to have.
1: Yes. Yes. Okay. Now, uh, is your program a Christian program or is it open to anybody?
0: It's open to everyone.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, it's
0: open to everyone because I believe that God do not disqualify anyone. His love is for mm-hmm. everyone.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And now, uh, I don't put, um sorry, I don't put any scriptures in there. All right. But Uh, I uh, uphold the Christian's principles. Mm
1: -hmm. Now, would you be open to people participating in your program outside of the Philippines? Or is it it in English?
0: It's purely English. And I have um, in the past certifications, I had people from different parts of the globe. And Mm -hmm. so right now we've got different um, inquiries right now. Uh, And now it's even better, David, because they can do it um, on their own time. And they only mm-hmm. have to allocate this time, three days to learn this live. Um, and they can also have their own um, moment to plan ahead. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. if they come to the certification, uh, to the boot camp prepared because they already have the 20, the knowledge within uh, the drip content, the content online. So they come in ready.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what is the cost? What's the cost for your program right now?
0: It's a uh, it's a one thousand US dollar, so that's a fifty thousand pesos right mm-hmm. now, based on present conversion.
1: So that's a pretty that's a pretty um, big investment for people in the Philippines, based on what I know. That's a pretty strong investment.
0: Yeah, but would you see? Would you believe that the past certification I had of two days is also the same amount nine hundred ninety nine US mm-hmm. dollar?
1: That's so the they've got to be serious. They've got to be serious about this if they're going to invest that kind of money.
0: I I like what you said. I agree with what you said. Exactly the point, David. Mm -hmm. Uh, The certification program that we're offering is not for everyone. What does it mean? It means that this is for people who truly wants to embark on a journey of becoming a certified professional life coach and will truly uphold the techniques, the approach, the principle, and would really be a life coach uh, for their family, for their community, for their church, and can really get this as an income stream for them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Do so you, this is not your typical $10, $20 from the of other course. institutions.
1: Of course. Yeah. Do you believe that everyone could be a life coach or is a life coaching really for a certain type of person?
0: I would say that life coaching is a learnable skill. And like any skill, you need to have the heart. To learn it's a posture mm-hmm. of the heart David yeah because when you do coaching right before you is a person that will trust you and the way I see coaching is an opportunity for you to host host a safe mental space at that moment in time that person is trusting you with the way they think the way they feel, the way they will respond to you. So you need to be able to hold that safely and the person feels safe with you. That's why it takes training. It takes commitment and dedication. And what about if the person is not lovable enough? Remember those people who, you know, they come in mad, arrogant, because they're going through something. So it takes that heart. To see that the person is capable of becoming better than where he or she at that moment in time, and that's the value of the profession, David.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, in the United States, like there are a lot of there are a lot of life coaches in the United States, yeah. and yeah. the because there's not a, necessarily a certification regulation. process regulation, okay. right? Anybody yes. can kind of jump in. How are life coaches viewed in the Philippines?
0: Um, Generally speaking, I would say not only in the Philippines, but globally, right? There is this um, doubt. Okay, there's this doubt. Can you perform? Especially, I'll be straight, there are organizations who offer life coaching for one peso, one peso, Okay, Mm -hmm. They would say 100 pesos and you become a coach, a master coach, or you get to another institute for $10, you become a coach. Or some will not even go to any training or certification and will present themselves as a coach. And what happened would be these people would have an experience with this kind of coach and they will feel bad. This is common this is common. Mm -hmm. And I understood that very well from the very beginning I started. And so the strategy here is to teach, to educate, to show up every single day, and to provide value so that people see that you are real for real.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's the strategy. I noticed that the the individuals who have gone through your program online, they refer to them as Coach So and So, like whatever their name is, um, yes. or Master Coach uh, So and So, and okay. so that's that's different than the United States. People don't necessarily do that. They might say uh, their name and then certified you know, life or business coach, they might say that after their name in like a little byline or whatever, but I'm noticing that you really put an emphasis on them using that word coach in front of their name on social media and so forth. Why do you do that?
0: Because we live to that standard because we want to remind ourselves that that is a responsibility that we are standing to be responsible for that name. So I I, I I know what you're saying. Like right after the name, you put the CLC, Certified Life Coach, right? So it has no bearing to me because that's just an additional to your to your name. Like, for example, for me, when you say Master Coach A, it's not just a name to me. For me, I'm saying I'm here. You can be comfortable. You can be assured. You can be at peace that someone here can come up to you if you need help. It's just like having a surgeon on board. Like just having, Mm -hmm. you know, a medical professional on
1: board. Mm -hmm. You are a hardcore person. I mean, you are like a lot of times the life coaching, you know, people that I'm around, they're a little, you know, kind of soft and a little kind of, they're just, I don't know. You're hardcore. Like you kick butt. This is amazing. Yeah.
0: I am. I am. I am. Yeah, really. Because... I might have just one chance of a lifetime to make that person know that change is possible. Mm. But not everybody, David would be given an opportunity to do what I do. And it's a gift from God. It's a calling. Like what you do is a calling, not easy. That's hard. But every single day, if I would be given one more chance to speak with someone and breathe life to that life that seems to be dying, losing, all right? Um, Why would I not do that? I mean, look, somebody who's dying, somebody's having this mental health issues, somebody breaking off with a relationship and you come in soft. Do you really think they'll listen to you? Do, Do you really think they will be safe with you? I don't think so. I think they want somebody who would just like have that voice and say, hey, let's do this together. You can make it. It's possible, all right? Your husband left you for another woman. What do you want to happen now, all right? You, you got retrenched. You lost your job. What do you want to do that, all right? Everybody doesn't believe that you can do it, but you've got passions to do. Like you're passionate about this business. You're passionate about that. What can we do? What would you like to do? Let's make it happen. I think that's love the that. tone of voice that you love, you want to hear, David, I think.
1: Somebody who believes in you and is just passionate about you and your future.
0: And I walk the talk. I walk the talk. I am that every single day. Every single day. And I show up every single day without fail, even during pandemic. Until today, I haven't taken a break. Every single day, you sh- I show up. I make posts. I go live. I, uh, I'm all over the place. Not for, not for popularity. Not for advertisement, David. I just have one life to live. I'm very clear uh-huh. with that. Tomorrow uh-huh. may never come for me. I want to uh-huh. take this moment.
1: How do you stay rejuvenated? You know, how do you stay refreshed?
0: Passion, purpose, core values that is aligned with my faith. I'm very clear with that. I'm on a mission field. This is a mission field, David. There's no point for me to just, you know, go weary or go weak on this. And God has been very, very gracious. Very gracious. It's it's him actually. Mm -hmm. That's where it's coming from.
1: Now I know you're uh, you're married and you have kids that are more of the adult age, um, and I think they're participating with you in your business, your organization and business. Yeah, tell me about how they support you. What does your husband think about all this? What was he thinking when you transitioned out of your corporate career? You're opening a coffee shop. Oh my goodness, was he thinking you were crazy? He was. Um, I remember when when we were about
0: to open, because we signed up the contract, and never he never been to the place. And the place was 300 square meter, and it was very expensive. And then almost close to the finish of the constructions, he went, he came over, and he saw how big it is. He saw... And he started asking the people, how much is this? Because normally, he, he never asks. You know, at home, I'm a wife. He's a husband. We, do, we don't talk about these things. But he knows. I quit and all. He, he knows about you. And he get to found out all the costing. And I could not forget, David, he went to me right there. He said, you're ready for this, aren't you? I said, obviously. He said, you better be ready. This is not a game. I said, I am. And I said, Just relax. I'll pull this through. Yeah. And I did. And I did. Yeah. He got four, like, he never felt, I think he never felt so scared about my decisions until I opened the Cup Coffee Republic. That was the Mm. first time. That was the first time. So he's so scared. And then when I landed into life coaching, the, the thing here is when I decided to become a life coach, David, I stopped being a consultant. Why because I wanted to perfect my education in life coaching because it's gonna be difficult. I've been a consultant for two decades, so I needed time to focus on my coaching. So, imagine new business and then turning away from what you know makes money. Said that's so scary for him, but he just allowed me, and so I'm grateful for that. After some time, I think over a year, he joined the profession, he also became a coach, but okay, he put all, whatever love, and he understood what life is, he put now to the practice and finally breathing life to his long-lost dream, childhood dream of becoming an artist. So now he's painting. Yeah. Uh. And never been that. And he, he got it when he went through the certifications and realized that there's more to life. So he finally dived into this. Mm. We've got three children. My youngest is 17. She's the only girl in the family, and she's the one in charge of all these technicals. She's setting up everything for me. All the people going live is all about her. 17-year-old.
1: Nice.
0: And I have a 20, 19-year-old, 20. He's the one studying um, psychology. And the eldest is 25. He's the one in the website. He's the one, all all of this thing. Um, So, It's a family thing for us.
1: That is amazing. We're all
0: in here.
1: Yeah. Yeah, all making it happen. Wow. And you you have an intense following. You know, I see these uh, women who have gone through your program and they really revere you. And I think part of that is cultural because um, I think there's probably in the Philippines a bit more of a respect for one's, you know, elders or respect for someone who's above you or has more mm-hmm. experience of you in the United States. I think it's a little, you know, quite a bit less than where people, Yeah. yeah. there's a lack of respect of that kind of deal. But I mean, you have a strong following. Do you, do you ask for that following? Do you ask for them to, you know, kind of do certain things or do they just voluntarily jump in and they're, help me understand that a bit.
0: When I started my profession, David, I only have one dream and prayer. I have one focal, like this thing. I need to build 10 super fans. 10 super fans. Uh, People who will follow me, believe in me, subscribe to what I say, and will give me real feedback. Real Mm. thing. That's all I I, I want. 10 people. Mm -hmm. And... I believe I cracked the code in doing that because these women who are really women who's been with me, following me, which I got it also in the church. Right. And even when I started my coaching, uh, see that I live the way I teach and talk. Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. I have no double, triple personality. I'm like this, like wherever you see me, it's it's me like this. me. I, I talk to my children like this. I talk to you like this. I, I you, you invite me with another conference, you'll hear the same voice. So, um, and I think that the thing here, David, is I'm not scared to tell per- a person, to tell you straight in front of you what I think, mm-hmm. even if it hurts. And I got it mm-hmm. from the church. I got the concept that if you want to be, like, if you are a friend, you will truly say to that person what that person cannot see behind the back, what the person cannot see uh, in him, in her. So mm-hmm. the David Jonathan thing, it, it got on me, all right, that, that friendship, all right? Mm-hmm. And the pastor told me, and I, I really heard that, that you know, find a good friend, real friend that will tell you, you know, there's something, you know, speck in your eye, you know, something in the back. Watch your back. Somebody's watching your back. And I got this idea that the only thing to do that is to be straight, David. And if you, many people would say it's confrontational, but to me, it's transparency, vulnerability. Like, I'll tell Mm. you straight. Mm. And if I'm wrong, I'll just tell you I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. If you think that I did something, you just tell me. And I'll go back, very simple, I'll go back to principles. If I, like, connect it with a principle and I see I need to adjust, I'll adjust. But if it's not, then I'll tell you straight. Mm-hmm. No, I will not take that. You know, I respect what you said, but it's not, no, 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 it's me.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And I think that's attractional to women who choose not to speak, who choose to, you know, kind of put the piece in order. Mm-hmm. You know, that women thing, Um Uh, don't speak, don't say it, you know, that you might offend other people, right? Right. So here's my take on that. There is no peace without war. Yeah. Hmm. You need to win the war of self-doubt that you can develop and establish friendship even if you're open enough. You need to win the mental war that when you speak your thoughts, people will dislike you. And if people dislike you, you are rejected. That's a mental war. I mean, somebody can dislike, somebody disapprove what I think, but it doesn't mean you rejected me. Right? So that's that's a mental war. So that's what I'm saying. There is no peace without war.
1: Mm. Mm. Amazing. Amazing. And that is so attractive. So attractive to women in the Philippines that have lost their voice or never had their voice. And you are... You're modeling what it looks like to have a strong voice that's rooted in values, not just rooted in anger or, you know, resentment or something of that nature, kind of lashing out. It's rooted in a strong value system. Um, that's what I'm hearing you say.
0: Yeah. And it's also something that I want to represent in terms of people from the church. Okay. Okay. Um, you're you're a former pastor, David, and normally in a church, you don't speak. When you speak your mind, people don't approve of it. Like they tell you, if you have a relationship with Christ, this is supposed to be the thing. Like I'll give an example. When somebody offended you, somebody hit you, um, we forgive 77 times 7. Am I correct? Mm -hmm. Yes. And it's a decision. Right, And whenever you feel the the pain, you just say, I choose to forgive. We were taught about it. But David, you and I know that even if we forgive, there's hurt. Am I correct? So Mm -hmm. do you dismiss the fact that it's hurting? Am I less of a Christian because I'm still hurting after I forgive? No, Mm -hmm. because there's a season of healing. And normally we don't take a look at that healing portion. Or... Because you have a relationship with God, you don't think about suicide. David, no, it's not true. It's not Mm -hmm. true. We've got people who do meditations, and they said that's a thing of the enemy. That's the thing. It's a real thing. So what do we do? So that's the kind of voice I want to share. But it doesn't mean that we're talking about it. I'm sharing about it. It means I don't believe in Christ. I do believe in Christ. Mm -hmm. I do. And I understood how he lived. I understood how he lived based on the scripture. Of course, I wasn't there when he lived, but I knew that Christ, Jesus lived a kind of life, hmm. right? That he was with a sinner. He will speak of this. He will ask questions. I believe he is the greatest coach, by the way. So apart from the Beatitudes, all the powerful encounter of Jesus is about questions. So mm-hmm. uh, I read that in the Bible and I've seen, all right? So he would ask, what do you want? Do you want to get healed? Come on, Jesus. People know that. But he asked, right? So there's a reason yeah. why Jesus asked. So um, that's the thing. I mean, I've seen Jesus as a very kind, beautiful God, full full of grace, mercy. But I've seen Christ as very practical. I've seen mm-hmm. Christ who would fight. I, I've seen Christ who see things through. And maybe the church don't want it.
1: Maybe the church.
0: Well, I, I'm 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 not I'm I'm not a part of any church right now, David. That's the sad thing. Mm-hmm.
1: Because mm-hmm. this is
0: not something that you know it's also acceptable.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And they will, you know, people would accuse you of different things. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They accuse you of you having this kind of spirits and all, but you know what? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I'm only accountable to the God I serve.
1: Mm. Adette, you are a powerful woman and you are making a huge difference in hundreds, thousands of lives. And uh, it's an honor to get to meet you and connect with you. And um, if people want to learn more about what you do and how they could get involved, either just by watching your content and or even joining the certification program, what would be the best place for them to connect with you?
0: Um, Facebook, I'm a Life Coach Philippines and Coach A. That's in Facebook and then YouTube. I have Coach A as well. Coach A coaching community. I mean, you just type in Coach A. I think you'll find me. Um, of course, to you, I'm sure. All right. Yeah. So just, we'll, yeah. Life Coach Philippines. I'll, I'll be Life there. Coach
1: Philippines on the, on Facebook. And we'll put all of those links in the show notes. Of course, if you're listening on your phone, you can swipe up now and find all those links. Yeah. So, Adet, thank you so much for taking time to hang with me today. I, I really appreciate it.
0: Thank you for the invitation, David. It's an honor. Thank you so much.
1: Hey, congrats on listening to another episode of Inspiration Rising. Why congrats? Because you're pouring education and inspiration into your mind and heart. And that's something we all need if we're going to grow our businesses and reach our goals in life. Now, if you enjoy Inspiration Rising, do us a favor. Share it with a friend. Take a screenshot of your favorite episode and text it to them. Tell them to search for Inspiration Rising on their favorite podcast app, and click subscribe. And if you haven't already, be sure to sign up for Inspo Text. That's our daily inspirational text messages. Just text me right now at 949-401-6090. That's 949-401-6090. Just say, hey, Dave, what's up? You'll get an automated reply with a link where you can add yourself as a contact. And of course, you can always unsubscribe. I want you to know today that you're inspired, empowered, and loved, not because of the way you feel or what anyone else says about you, but because that's your true identity.